0: What's up, guys? Welcome to the fourth episode of Ship Happens. Today, we are going to be talking about overbearing parents and your relationships and whether or not you should reply to your ex reaching out to you. So if you think that this is going to resonate hard with you, well, you should definitely tune in. So let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode four of Ship Happens, where we talk about the things that happen in your relationships. My name is Gabe, and we got Margo with me today, and we are going to pick out topics from our fishbowls that we will talk about to spark some conversations, to make your mind run. So let's get right into it. I'm going to start off today, episode four. Here we go. And now that I have a nicer mic, you guys can pick up the ASMR realness that hopefully you can hear. Can you hear it? Not really. Don't oh, no. that, know. That's that's Zoom, guys. But maybe it's okay. it needs
1: to be at the front of your mic.
0: Let's try that again. ASMR for oh that you heard that <laughs> ASMR for my topics because I have a lot.
1: I hear it now. I hear the 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 rustle of the your of your
0: paper. Here we go. Here we go. Picking this one out we got our first topic for episode four which is oh this is nice perfect for the holidays how do you deal with overbearing parents who interfere with your relationships wow that's straightforward margo what what are your thoughts on
1: that well first shout out mom and dad um (laughs) they do listen to ship happens it's so funny because my mom will say like you know, ship happens like out of nowhere sometimes. <laughs> and it's just so silly, I but, um, yeah. <laughs> thanks so much guys for supporting and thanks Peter for Mark. never really, you know, yeah. My parents never meddled, mm. you know, they, yeah, they never meddled. Um, it's always been kind of their thing to say, you're choosing to be with this person. Mm-hmm. You need to figure it out, you know? Right. And, um, yeah. Uh, I've been in a relationship where we will argue and debate and I'll cry in front of my dad <laughs> and he'll just like walk away, you know, and like you guys need to because as long I, f- I feel for my my dad, my parents specifically, mm-hmm. as long as they see that it's not like um, hurting anything you. or like, yeah, it's yeah. Not like
0: toxic or something. Yeah, f- it's not toxic. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like we're not in he he's not um, violent or anything like that mm-hmm. or putting me down it's more so I'm getting frustrated about something and I need to figure that out for myself and work on it with my partner my dad will just be like okay you just need to <laughs> right you need to figure that out for yourselves um but I think with over so the question is how to manage how that to handle yeah how do you manage your overbearing
0: parents, parents especially well, okay when they, they me, try to have meddle you had,
1: have you had Do your parents listen to this? No, my parents,
0: I don't know if my parents listen to this, but they do and they don't at the same time. Um, My parents, um, bless their souls, they're not as overbearing as other parents that I know of. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's a subset of being an Asian person, right? Um, I think that both our parents are also westernized to a certain degree because you and Mm -hmm. I did live in the United States for quite some time. Um, but most Asian parents, my parents have that tendency to ask me, Hey, how's your partner doing? Hey, invite mm-hmm. your partner to dinner. Um, yep. what's happening, um, every More now
1: inviting. and then yeah. Yeah. they, they
0: want to get involved, which I get, they want to know who my partner is regardless who, uh, like who it is and bless their souls. I love my parents because they told me before, um, they were like, we don't care who you love as long as they love you back. So that's mm-hmm. their view on love, um, and and I'm like awesome. That made me comfortable. They never made me feel like I had to um, to to have a partner at any given time, but mm-hmm. they do ask me still, like, who are you dating, or yeah. where's are you bringing somebody to dinner? And I'm just like, yeah. not right now. I'm single, and I'm I'm happily single. Um, mm-hmm. So they they aren't as overbearing as some parents are. And I, I guess you and I are lucky in that regard, because I know some people who have parents who are just like, they are like staged moms and dads in their children's relationships. It's just like, mm-hmm. you should date this person. Or why are you still single? This is somebody who you should date, you should go out with this person. Or no, you know, sometimes you feel like your parents are even siding with your partner rather than with you. It's just like, Mm -hmm. why are you being, you know, and that's where the toxicity lies. And I don't know, have you had any friends or family members or
1: absolutely
0: who feel who have been like that with not just you, not maybe not you, but your people that, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I've had clients as well. Um, Hmm. It's more so like, I I guess it's okay. So this is someone whose parents seem to be meddling right? Um, because there's different perspectives there's Correct. the parent's perspective there's the partner's perspective Correct. um you know so if we're thinking of the 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 person whose parent is the one doing the meddling it's mm-hmm. got to be very very frustrating mm-hmm. and you know we've taught this is again a common a very common theme in ship happens communication you know mm-hmm. you need to be able to share with your parent or parents Sorry about that. I'm so unprofessional. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's my calendar. Um, you, you have to share with your parent or your parents how it makes you feel when they meddle. Mm. You know. Um, you know. It does it feel like they're invading your privacy? Does it feel like th- you feel that they think you can't handle things on your own? That that they can't trust you to make decisions? That they can't trust you to have your best um, interest in mind, you know, um, and how does that make you feel, you know, for, for you to believe that your parents feel that way about you, that they don't really have much faith in you being able to (laughs) stand up for yourself or make things happen in a relationship. Mm. I've had also friends whose, um, whose parents have told them you're mean, like, I don't know why your partner's with you. (laughs) You know, oh so it's like it's, it's meddling to a point where now they're just being completely blunt and honest with how they feel about their child, about right. you, you know. So I think it really depends on the type of meddling they're doing. If they're saying you're you're mean, I think that could lead you to some that could encourage you, hopefully, to do some self-reflection mm-hmm. if your parents because usually parents are thinking no one's good enough for my kid.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> but, but if your parent is saying, Hey, you know, you're mean to this person. I, right. I don't like, they don't deserve that. Then you, hopefully that encourages you to do some, take a step backwards and think, think of what partner you, what type of partner you're being. Exactly. But if they're meddling in a place where it's like, they want to know every single thing. And when you share uh, a conflict that you've mm-hmm. had with, your partner, they're trying to mediate and they're trying to um, force you to do something or force your your partner to uh, have this perspective. Uh-huh. Um, that that's, I think, too much. Like I know? think
0: that's that that's the situation that comes into mind. I know some mm-hmm. parents who, you know, their children are dating somebody, right? And mm-hmm. they go, let's say, especially the holiday season. The, the subtle comment that they'll say, when are you guys going to get married? Oh, you know, that, kind, that, that of kind of meddling, you know, it's oh. kind of like that pressure on the on yeah. the relationship. How do you deal with that? Especially when let's be real, Christmas is around the corner, the holidays around the corner, you're going to be spending a lot of time with your family and hopefully your loved one, your significant other as well. How do you deal with family members, especially your parents who say things like that to you, but you yourself and your partner know that right now isn't the right time. How do you manage that without, especially here in the Philippines, sounding disrespectful, right? Mm-hmm. Well, do-
1: I think, see, and that's a the thing. There's there's this hmm, expectation of how to handle those conversations because they it's it's really them being nosy and them being disrespectful, <laughs> right? 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 I, I, it's I like you're so. being... Yeah, like you're you're being quite rude for because this is a very personal question and you don't know what the couple. And that's why, like, if you are a parent, if you're a Tito Tita, if you're mm. uh, Lolo Lola, you're listening to shit happens right lolo wow, lola uh, you know, <laughs> and you want to ask your apo, your pamankin. I'm right. sorry, you're you want to see I've got your and, grandson. Lost in the, granddaughter, the or yeah.
0: your your nephew or niece. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're an elder and you're trying to get this information out of your um, niece or nephew or your child or your grandchild, um, think about it. Think about what conversations maybe the couple has to go through
0: exactly. or
1: or what they have gone through. And if they have yet to get there yet, you know, like, I, I just feel like it's such a rude question to ask. And mm. when I have been asked that and mm-hmm. I have, you know, so, so this, if this is where we're taking it, as far as the meddling, if, if that's right. what, where we're going, I, I feel like we've all kind of been asked that not necessarily from our parents, but, but from somebody older extended than you, family, extended yeah. family. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm very blunt. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's disrespectful because I'm just giving you the okay. answer, right? I'm giving you the answer to your very rude question, which is, I don't need, I don't feel the need to get married right right now. And that's, that that's my, that's my answer, mm-hmm. you know, um, or I'm not ready to get married Right now, I guess or, you just don't
0: deliver it in like a in, in a really blunt and mean ways. Like, I don't need to get married right now, or you just say like, Oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's just like, oh, I really don't feel the need to get married at the moment. Right. And if they continue with, well, why not? You know, oh, Margot, you're thirty <laughs> 30 plus years old. You need to settle down. But but wait, I I feel like I'm an accomplished young woman. Right. I feel like I can. I'm independent. I could take care of myself. I don't need to ask anyone, um, to do anything for me really. Mm-hmm. Um, but my parents always help me out <laughs> <laughs> if, if things break down and I need to call my dad, he know, he's always there. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I think one, it's very important to, you know, be happy with yourself and right. be independent before you get into a relationship Absolutely. in some sort of way. And, and feel independent. I think that's really something that people don't truly focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that if they do, it'll make them happier in the long run in their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like you said, it's the delivery. So if it's a, well, I don't want to get married, you know, that's really <laughs> just like end of discussion. Um, yeah. But if, yeah, if you want to talk about it more and just say, oh, I just don't really feel like I'm ready. That invites them to maybe ask what you mean by that. And then you can continue. And, mm-hmm. and I think having that approach where you aren't being defensive and you are allowing more of a conversation around it can get them to know you more. And then right. hopefully you could get to a point where you you tell them you know I'd appreciate it if you don't keep asking me this question you know what I mean every and Christmas
0: every holiday every, season. yeah
1: every holiday you ask me if I'm getting married yet and I keep saying no why don't you just wait for the announcement you know it would it would save this awkwardness um and you feeling like whoa she's not married you know right. I don't know how how and like I said, now that we're kind of at this scenario, I'm sure you've been asked that too.
0: Yeah. It's about setting boundaries. Really. I think that we forget that boundaries are not just in terms of your relationship with your significant mm-hmm. other. It's about your relationship with anybody really everyone, um, yeah, everyone. And, you know, I think that you touched on the subject of really knowing yourself and you're, you're kind of like where you are at in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think that the delivery does matter because you have to give them insight. I will be honest and say that, you know, the older generation, they have a different way of doing things. So mm-hmm. with them, they were really just like always all about building a family already. They were always yeah. about kind of like settling down. They have the idea wherein this generation, the newer generation, we are about like really just focusing on our careers. I mean, guys, I wanna tell, I wanna tell the older generation there out there that you guys a afford college and a house within your <laughs> lifetime. We have to like work 10 jobs just to get yeah. one of these things done, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's not as easy anymore. And sadly, you know, that's the reality of life, and maybe that's why most of us feel like we aren't prepared or ready to settle down yet. But I do know some other people that are ready to settle down. So if you are in that situation where you are ready or you're not ready, just understand that of yourself and explain that because it goes the other way, right? There are some people, and it's funny because somebody close to me um, went through this. Um, They got married fairly young. And everybody's saying, why are you rushing into it? It's COVID etc, etc. But they really wanted to get married, they felt like they were ready. And that was on them. So it was the inverse, you know, some people, everybody was telling them, take it easy, you have time, don't rush into it. And they were like, but we've been together for some time. And we've been planning this and we want to get married. It's not really about Mm -hmm. your yes. And I think that's so important. You need to do this. um, You need to stand firm and not let anybody's opinion regardless of who they are so much waver your stance
1: no i completely agree with you it's important for a couple to know where they are Mm -hmm. so that when they are confronted with questions like this from people that they care about right Mm. it's not just like strangers asking or you could just brush them off exactly family members and if you you care for them to get to know you um it's really good to open up the topic for discussion, you know, um, and be okay with it, you know, a- embrace that. And, and, you know, don't be, don't be ashamed. Don't let, mm. don't let their inquiries, um, right. make you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be, right. you know, um, these are expectations and societal norms and third generation and exactly, you know what I mean? Um,
0: but, but it is food to- for thought. Right? It is Maybe it's definitely. something that will spark a thought. Maybe you can start thinking, I have been with this person for five years, 10 years. Maybe mm-hmm. it is time to settle down because that might be the push that you needed, but it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that you have to act upon it. Mm-hmm. Right? How yeah. do you feel about yeah. that?
1: Well, I mean, you, you don't have to act on it as far as getting married, mm-hmm. but have the conversation that's what you're saying, you're right? Like think about it, allow but don't it, don't act yeah. on. I think it's always important, you know, because essentially, if you're in a relationship with someone, more often than not, than not the the goal is uh, at least a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: maybe you don't want to get married. Exactly. Some maybe
0: people you don't. don't.
1: Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with you not wanting to get married or
0: have kids or yeah. anything like that.
1: So when it comes to parents uh, meddling and trying to push and pressure you into that expectation they have, I would just, you know, let them know how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I don't really agree with marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel X, Y, and Z about it. I'm sure you've done your due diligence to To state your claim, you know, right. and and really um, stand firm in that decision. If you do not want to get married, or you do not see um, the point of a long, because there's so many things. There's so like, I mean, are you polyamorous? Are you right? You know what I mean? Are Are you? Um, is it pansexual?
0: Pansexual. You can also be Ase- asexual. Are you asexual?
1: You yeah. know, so it's like if you're asexual and people keep asking you, well, why aren't you in a relationship? Like, uh-huh. well. Let me tell you, you know, and that's right. a whole other conversation to have. And so it's kind of like, I think at the end of the day, if people are meddling, it's probably if parents are meddling, it's probably because they care about you and they feel like there's so much that they, that they don't know. Right. Um, so if you allow yourself to open up, embrace what you might be maybe afraid to share with them. Right. Then, then, you know, that can create a better bond with you and your parent and they can support your loved one. And they could, hopefully they could support you. You know, sadly, unfortunately, that's not always the case. Um, let's hope that it is. We, we do pray and hope that it is for whoever's listening that decides to, um, open up to family members about certain things. Um, but at the end of the day, if they're asking it's because, it's, and even if it sounds overbearing, Mm -hmm. right. Even if it sounds like, but I don't want that. And why do you keep asking me about that? It's because they, they want something good for you. Yeah, Yeah, they care. You know, they, they want you to be happy. They want you to be taken care Mm -hmm. of and they feel that that's what marriage can do for you. It can bring you happiness. It can make you
0: Or not just marriage, or that's what their opinion can help you.
1: That's their their
0: thought on your situation, right? Yeah. And I think that you're correct. You're absolutely correct. You know, it's it's just about informing them of your perspective and why you have chosen to stay whatever, why you have chosen to, you know, stick with your choice, rather. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's informing them that this is why. I'm not yeah. married. This is why I'm not having kids. This is why I'm not in a relationship. This is why, I'm you know I've decided to distance myself from my partner for now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's always about telling them if you're comfortable enough to let yes. them know your situation and why you've done that, and then allow them to help you out because maybe they are going to give you something beneficial to think about. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and
1: know- even even um, you know because you you said the part we, we, I touched on it a bit. If you're comfortable enough, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so then you have to ask yourself, why am I not comfortable mm. with sharing this with my right. family?
0: Especially your you parents. Know? Is
1: it, yeah. Is it something I'm ashamed of? Is it something like, have I tried to open up to them before only to be disappointed in how they took mm-hmm. it? You know, Right. and, um and now I'm putting my walls up with them and not not sharing what i what i could be sharing with them um and then that's that's where you could open up and say hey you know what um you keep asking me about this and i just haven't felt comfortable with sharing it with you because the last time you know like the last time we talked about something more personal on my end you reacted in this way and it didn't make me feel like I had your support. It didn't make me feel like you were listening and cared about what I felt and what I thought about mm-hmm. my situation, yes. you know, and then, and then you could even tell them, but I understand you, you feel you want the best for me and you feel, mm-hmm. you know what the best for me is, but I think maybe this is something I need to learn for myself.
0: Exactly. I like that. Right. I like that approach. It's, it's okay. really, yeah. You know, you telling them that this is, that's not the conversation we need to have. We need to have the conversation about you and the way you support yes. my mm-hmm. my choices and the way you voice your opinions. Because some mm-hmm. of them can be just like pushing too much onto not even their mm-hmm. lives, your own life. And that's your life. So if you're yeah. a parent, you, be, you have to be cautious. Like I always, I have had clients who come to me for relationship advice with their children, mm. and I have one. And she said, um, "You know, I I see my daughter. She's she's going to depression. I want to help her out, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And I said, "Look, you can show her that you support her, that you are there, that you are her resource. But she, it had the choice has to come from her. Mm-hmm. It can't come from you because if you make it come from you, if you force her to go to a the therapist and she doesn't want to." it's not going to work, because it's not her choice. So Mm -hmm. as a parent, I said, all you can do is say, hey, I am here. This is the option. I'm not judging you. I am here to listen to you. And really understand what you're going through. And I am here to give you the resources that you need and help you get to that resources, the resources that you need, professionally or otherwise, just so you can get to where you want to be. And she's reached out to me very recently and she said it's worked really well. So I think that that's a better approach, guys, especially for a parent or if you're the parent like figure in somebody's life. Don't force your opinion onto a child or your, or your, or your steward. steward? I don't know. (laughs) Um, whoever you're taking care of, right? Um, because at the end of the day, you want to empower them, not really steal Mm -hmm. the power away from them. And I think that's the most important part there is that don't be overbearing. Don't being overbearing stems from power. I Mm -hmm. think that it stems from really getting kind of like telling them what to do or what you feel and making that feel like it's the only decision or the only thing, the right thing to do. And well,
1: I I think that that could come from like, I don't have much control in certain areas of my life, (laughs) but let me try and control this. Right. And it's my child. So I can try Ooh. and can, can try. And that's it's very difficult. Um, you know, and the the main the main question here was, how do you handle meddling parents um, when they when they try to get involved in the relationship? Um, and I think a good thing for for the parent, if you're if you're tuned in right now, um, one thing I'd like to for you to reflect on mm-hmm. is. You're so concerned about your child's relationship with someone else, you know, or
0: lack thereof. Um,
1: or lack thereof. Be more concerned of your relationship with your child.
0: Yes. Ooh. Right. You are you know, like the, the nail up. Yeah.
1: Because that's really what's going to influence them and then make them feel like, okay, um, I got this, you know, mm-hmm. mommy, daddy's on my side, you know this fool <laughs> like they, they're nothing compared to what emotional support I get from my mama and daddy you know like like just be be that emotional support that they need um when they're struggling in their relationship and as long as as it's not an abusive one as right. long as it's you know um then allow your child to figure things out and, and grow. Learn.
0: And And learn learn for
1: themselves. I'm saying child as if we're talking about like
0: a five year old. (laughs) Like,
1: no, I I hope we are not we are not talking about that right now. You know, like I'm talking about if you are a parent and Mm -hmm. there's like you have a 20-year-old, 20 plus year old, you know, who's in a relationship or something.
0: I think that's what I see in your parents' relationship with you. They allow you to go through the pain, but they're there to support you if yeah. you are hurting. They're oh, not yeah. necessarily telling you, well, if I, if you did what I, I had told you to do, you yeah. wouldn't be going through that. No, you had to learn through th- certain things for yourself, right? Going through that experience is going to allow you to be more equipped to handle that moving forward. And I think that as yeah. parents, all you can do is really support them whenever they make bad decisions. So mm-hmm. I think that if you are a child or if you're, you're the child of your Parents or whoever is taking care of you, let them know that. Look, I got this, and I think that's where they're just coming from—that they feel yep. like you don't have it. So tell them, yes. "I got this. I got All this. All I need is your support. Um, if I do mess up, if I do fudge up, support me. Just be there mm-hmm. for me. But I need to learn this on my own, and that's going to show mm-hmm. so much more maturity, so much more kind of like awareness of yourself. And Absolutely. that's that's yeah. ideally what's going to give them that. Um, comfort knowing that okay, he's got this. She's Mm -hmm. got this. Um, Absolutely. At the end of the day,
1: communicate. Yes. Yeah. Communicate. So set those boundaries
0: and communicate. Yes. Uh Oh my gosh, I love it. Perfect time for the holiday season.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And next we have. my ex has called and messaged me. What should I do? Call back? Reply? (laughs) That's hard. That's hard because this is so like... Situational. Yeah. Exactly. Um, It it really depends. What's your first thought?
0: uh, My first thought was Dua Lipa's new rules. Don't pick up the phone. (laughs) You know he's only calling when he's drunk and alone. Um, (laughs) What... hmm. If your ex calls, it really like I said, and like you said as well, it really is depending on the situation of the the breakup. Why mm-hmm. did you break up? Again, if is it toxic? If it's it was toxic, don't pick no, up the phone.
1: Don't don't do anything
0: at all. Yeah. Like you should have blocked that number, number mm-hmm. one to begin with. And if he's calling from a different number, then that's crazy sign blocked number one. one. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's crazy. Um but um, if it was more amicable, and it was just because of, let's say, you know, you both mutually decided that five months ago, you both weren't prepared and ready. And then he or she started creeping in and realized that there's she's now or he's now ready for that relationship with you. And you're fine as well. Mm-hmm. Pick up the phone,
1: pick up the phone.
0: Oh my gosh. And I (laughs) mean,
1: and and again, it, it, it it truly, it truly depends. It truly depends on the dynamic and, and what exactly happened. And if you're okay with remaining in contact, you have to ask yourself, what is the purpose? Mm. What, what is the purpose of them being back in my life? Yes. You know, um, is it, (laughs) is a friendship possible?
0: Mm, is, yeah. is that
1: something that I see with them? Is that something that I feel like um, is going to be purposeful in my life? How 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 will I serve them and how will they serve me in a friendship? You know, and because unless you want something more and unless they want something more, you it's uh-huh. going to be kind of, it's going to be a challenge to be a friend with an ex. It can be. It, sometimes no, it, it works. It yeah, sometimes it works. Other times it's very very difficult so you have to ask yourself what are you ready for mm. um and what exactly did they message was it <laughs> was it 12 a.m
0: drunk know call
1: <laughs> yeah you know like let's be real because if they're messaging you at 12 in the morning just like hey what you doing <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty sure pretty sure you shouldn't respond to that unless that's something that you feel you're ready for
0: and you Uh, want i mean we're not going to judge you we're not going to judge
1: you you know people got their needs (laughs) but at the end of the day um you have to ask yourself if this is a booty call um then are you okay with that if this is something casual are you okay with Mm -hmm. that if if um you know, if the, the message looks like it's something more urgent, um, right. You know, how, like, an emergency. You know, like,
0: like Hey, yeah. I need help. You know, yeah. I'm stuck Which I, all by myself. A feeling,
1: I have a feeling this person, it wasn't, I have a feeling it was kind of just like, a
0: Hey, what's hey. up 12 a.m. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe not 12 a.m. I guess the, the, um, the challenging part is if it's not 12 a.m. Because if it's 12 p.m. And they're thinking about you midday. Oh you know that that's gonna make you feel like okay really what's going on great you know and then and then i think that if you if the breakup was amicable if you guys are are still on okay term not i want to say still because they're reaching out and you're wondering Mm -hmm. if you should message back right um I think it'd be it'd be okay if if the breakup was amicable and there was no toxicity or abuse within the relationship. Right. Go ahead and and see what that person is up to, but know know what you want from from them. Yes, you know because if you want a relationship with them, um, maybe this is a foot in the door. Maybe this is them keeping an option open. Mm-hmm. Um, And maybe you could go with that, or maybe it's them just wanting to be friends. So you kind of, you really have to manage your expectations as to where that, hey, how are you doing? Conversation goes. And manage your ex's
0: expectations as well.
1: Expectations as well. That's setting boundaries, right? Right. Yeah. I'm gonna say
0: something because, what were you going to say? I don't know. That's
1: what you get for <laughs> interrupting me. No, I, I think it's really like, you know, I think it's really, um, Hmm. What, what, what
0: exactly was I saying? You were saying that you had to really just be aware to set your own expectations out of why you're mm. reaching You're responding. Yeah,
1: exactly. Setting. Okay. Managing your own expectations is really important because you don't, you don't know you know Mm. um and and you're a little frantic right now you're in panic (laughs) mode not knowing whether or not to message or Mm. or let it chill for a bit because there's a part of you that has some sort of expectation right you know so if you have feelings for him your thoughts are going to go in a place where it's like oh wait so this could be him interested in me again, and you know, this could really be him asking, "Hey, where was that place we had lunch at?" Like a month. <laughs> and ago? then you're gonna
0: be let yeah. down because your mind was going to like, "Oh, he so wants to rekindle re- it." Re- 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 yeah. Exactly,
1: you know. And so it's like it's really important to manage your expectations and say, "I'm not gonna t- get too excited about this right now. I'm right. just gonna see where it goes." But um, I think overall as long as it wasn't um, uh, a very toxic relationship, there's mm-hmm. no reason. Um, and, and you don't have like a legit reason for, for you right. not to respond to him. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's no rules in saying you can't message your ex.
0: I agree, you know? I 100% agree. Just to make it clear, if it was a toxic relationship, if there was abuse, if there was control, the mm-hmm. immediate answer there is no, do not mm-hmm. reply. Yeah. Yeah. I see there is no way around it. There's no, but, blah, 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 blah. but what if he needs? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's an emergency. I'm sure he has a bunch of other people he can talk to, yeah. right? Um, if he was an abusive person, no, talk to mm-hmm. somebody else. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think another scenario could be what if my ex, didn't want me anymore and I was really in love with them.
0: Because
1: that's kind of but one But they were reaching where, out to you? But they're reaching out and saying, hey, how are you doing? I think that's one that you could steer clear from.
0: Right. You're right. You can let them know that, look, I still have feelings for you. Yep. Yeah. And if I talk to you, I'm not going to be able to hold myself back and it's not going to mm-hmm. end well for either of us. Yeah. Right? You um, know, I saw
1: I saw yeah. a clip of Matthew Hesse. He's a relationship. Right, yeah. yeah, right? He's he's adorable. Um he said the dangerous guy you need to watch out for is that guy who comes into your life and leaves your life and tries to come back in and leaves your life and try You know, it's not these like kind of failed first dates. You uh-huh. know, those aren't the ones that should upset you and frustrate you. The ones that you really need to kind of steer clear from are those that um, you know, continue something with you and then peace out. And then in two weeks are just like, Hey, how are you doing? You right. know, present themselves to you again. And it's, he's, I completely agree with that. Like if there's an ex who constantly seems to be an ex, you mm. know, who's like an ex and then you guys get, um, you guys break up and it's frustrating, you know, um, you wanted more, he didn't want anything or she didn't want anything. Mm-hmm. And then, a couple of weeks go by, you're kind of back on your feet. Right. You know, you're starting to feel that confidence, that the self-esteem is back, maybe not two weeks. Sometimes it takes much, much longer than that. We don't blame you, um, yeah, absolutely. we understand. Yeah, um, but then out of nowhere, they're just like, hey, Oof. you know, what's, go- what's going on? Um, those are the ones that you should really just say, hey, you know what, I, I don't know what that per- the purpose of you Right. And this is, you don't really need to tell them, you know, you don't feel obligated to say that with them or even respond to them. Um, you should ask yourself, what is their purpose of of reaching coming back, back into my life? You
0: no, know? that's where I think I have to or disagree with you. Ooh. I think that you need to tell him or her that, look, you aren't what I'm looking for and I'm not ready to have you in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. So stop it. Mm -hmm. At least have that conversation once with this person. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Because that's your expectation. Exactly. Yeah. That's you telling them, look, stop going in and out of my life because I'm I'm you know, I'm here hoping I'm here kind of like always getting drawn back in. And you Mm -hmm. leave because you're not ready or whatever reason, which that's on them, whatever reason they have, you can't really hold it against them. But you have to respect yourself that much and you have to let this person know that, look, I don't want to talk to you. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. Have that one conversation. That's at least, I would say, the most decent thing to do for yourself even, not for the other person. You're doing this for yourself. Because once you do that, Once you're clear on not wanting to talk to this person because you're not ready, then if they reach out again, that's on them being a douche. That's on them being like, you know, a sheisty person. I love that word, sheisty. So I think that that's one way that you can kind of like manage that guilt. Cause I know that there's that guilt that can creep in because you're not going to reply. Right. So at least mm-hmm. if you, if you haven't told this person that I don't want to talk to you, do it, let them know, yeah. look, I don't want to talk to you because of X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. That's fine. Um, but then again, um, like I think that that's a good thing is to, to, to realize. And you pointed out is really understand what your objective is Yes. When you reply back to this person, you Mm -hmm. need to manage yourself and your expectations. Um, If the relationship you feel like you, you know, I think it's so important for you both to have the conversation. Why are we talking again? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So what's your objective? Because also, you want to find out what is his objective or her objective for reaching out out back to you
1: absolutely yeah because if
0: you don't know that then you're here assuming things and we all know assumptions are the worst thing Mm -hmm. that can ever happen in any relationship because they lead you to crazy thoughts that might not even Mm -hmm. be real so you know for all we know he actually is trying to court you back and you want that right sure because it was a great relationship the timing was just off 10 months ago or Mm -hmm. maybe they don't want you back, but they they appreciate your friendship. And maybe that's something that you're interested in as well. Then fine. Yeah. Have yeah. that conversation. If this person isn't toxic or abusive or controlling, you know, have that conversation and say, look, why are we talking again? We need to manage, you know, this is going to be the last thing that you work on as partners moving forward. Mm-hmm. It's why are we talking again? Are we just mm-hmm. going to be friends now? Are we just going to be, you know, you know, acquaintances, maybe that's possible too. Or are we Mm going to try again? Um, Because we've learned for whatever reason, or whatever we went through already, that time apart, because space does let you both grow. We've learned already. So now we can move forward as a stronger and better couple. So have that conversation. It's so important. So yeah, I would say if there is, if somebody reaches out to you, and it wasn't toxic, and you feel like you are ready whenever you're ready you don't i think that's where i think you were going if you're not ready to reply you don't have to but when you don't have to
1: yeah
0: do it just let them know that especially if you haven't told them that that you didn't want uh especially if you haven't had that conversation that you didn't want to talk to them then that's Mm -hmm. the conversation you're going to have if, it yeah. is, if, it's, if you have had that conversation, then you don't have to reply to them at all because you've had that conversation and you said, look, don't talk to me. And here he yeah. is texting you back again. And it's just like, well, I already told you not to talk to me. I don't fe- you shouldn't feel the, the responsibility or the, the need to reply to him or her because yeah. you've already told him not that- gonna happen, right? Yeah. That's fine, yeah. you're good to go.
1: Yeah. At the end of the day, it's knowing what you want mm. and being able to let them know, "Hey, I've been upfront with you with what I want." Um, what do you want? Well, yeah, what, what what exactly are you reaching out to me for? Yes. You know. And and if they say, oh, "I just want to talk," then it's like, well, "I don't need just someone to talk exactly. to." in my life, you know, like it's, it's okay. I, I hope that you could find that in someone else, but you ain't getting it over here. <laughs> because uh, if you're not
0: ready you're, for whatever reason you have, you know, you yeah. don't really have to go into depth and, just be like, I yeah. just don't, sorry, I can't give you that.
1: Yeah. And maybe you are, maybe you are ready to be friends with yes. you. Maybe you are ready. Um, but I feel that if someone were to reach out to us and ask, should I respond? There's, there's a reason why you're hesitating and you need to reflect on that. You know, mm. there's there's a reason why um, you've stopped yourself, you know, and, and just ask. Just, again, reflect on the relationship, how it ended, how you feel right now, what you would want um, from that person if they were to reenter in your life. If you're cool with a friendship, if you want something more, um, you need to be honest with yourself and just take that time to really uh, discover what it is you want from them and, and for yourself. So exactly. I think that's really...
0: Because that's what's going to guide you in terms of how you manage the situation, right? You're not going to be able to manage the situation if you don't have any kind of like goal in mind, or at least like a -hmm. a, a roadmap in mind for yourself and your feelings, especially if there are feelings involved. Um, Yes. It can be, it will be difficult. I will say that, especially if you still have feelings for your ex. Mm -hmm. And they they're only reaching out for just to be friends with you. Mm means they care about you, but not in that extent. And sometimes it just sucks. But, you know, you have to respect yourself um, and you do that by setting those boundaries. But, you know, be a decent person, because at the end of the day, that's going to help them see that. Oh, crap she or he is a better person than I expected. It's, mm-hmm. it's a good person. And, you know, it's <laughs> it, it's never going to hurt you to be the better person. It never will. It's yeah. actually going to be just like, it's going to make them even think it even more. And it's just like, Ugh, why did I leave this hey man. person?
1: Killing him with kindness is a whole yes. other thing. It's a whole other thing. Um, but I think that that, you know, from what we gathered from that question, we kind of tried to cover all the bases. If you need a more detailed, you know, if you could share a more detailed experience that you want us to uh, dissect and go over and give some give our two cents on. Um right. you could do that, you know, um it's at relationshiphappens at gmail.com and ship happens underscore ph yep. over on Instagram and Twitter. And um we'll be glad to talk about it in another episode as long as it gets drawn from one of our fish. I know I but I really enjoyed bowl. that was yeah I love those- fish-
0: yeah those were two amazing topics timely yeah. especially now Exes will return this season because they're lonely mm-hmm. and the weather has been much colder. Little
1: season, and <laughs> it's not even just because of the weather; it's because of the holidays and people <laughs> right. spending time with people. You know, they they want to be able to. Um, if you find yourself, this is just like a little last minute. Yeah. Like, let me just put this in there and allow people ask people to reflect a bit. If you find yourself kind of just like falling into that, man, I feel a little lonely. I challenge you to embrace that loneliness.
0: Yes.
1: Yes. Embrace that loneliness because that's when you start to discover more of yourself. And, and I challenge you to embrace that loneliness and find one thing about that loneliness that makes you happy.
0: Be okay by, by being with yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I I think once, once you, start to do that, you're going to find yourself wanting to be in better relationships.
0: Yes. Yes. That's the start. This is the challenge for you. And if you're that ex about to (laughs) message your ex (laughs) um, because you miss them, oh, think again, buddy. Think again. Do not. Don't even ask yourself, why am I doing this? Am I just being lonely? Am I not just be, am I not comfortable by being with myself? Mm -hmm. Then that's something that you need to work on.
1: And Is that a very selfish thing? Mm. Are you not considering your ex's feelings on if you do reach out, what hopes it's going to it's going to build up in them and and make them feel like, oh, there's a chance for us again when you're really just acting out of
0: loneliness. And when you do reach out, be clear with your intention. intention do not oh my gosh if you are the person reaching out and just be like hey i hate those texts by the way the one word haze it's just like it's literally a text what? message you have like 180 more characters to message. <laughs> um why don't you just tell me why you're reaching out right like mm-hmm. hey do you want to have coffee again and that's gonna like yeah. at least and then if they ask why you tell them your intention you know mm-hmm. be clear with your intention just so that again you both are on the same page it's okay if you're there just to kind of like be friends with this person because you miss their friendship or you miss their company that's fine but be clear with mm-hmm. it be, yep. but you also have to be ready for whatever they have to say if they're not ready for that then be like all right i just wanted to reach out again you're the, be- the you're being the bigger person at that point right it's like mm-hmm. cool i tried yeah you know so
1: yeah well, that concludes our fourth episode nice. of Ship Happens. Again, relationship happens at gmail.com and ship happens underscore ph on Instagram and Twitter. We really enjoy this one and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Woo!